0: Welcome to the Roadie Back. I'm your host, Jeff Rohn, and I have a great interview for you guys today with the head coach of Golden Boys Basketball, Coach Matt Montaigne. Great interview with Coach, and I'm happy to bring to you an RI sports Focus podcast where we will deep dive into our high school, college, and athletic programs across our great state of Rhode Island. Here we go. Welcome to the Roadie Runback episode 19 and I have a great interview for you guys today with the head coach of Boy- Pilgrim Boys Basketball coach matt fontaine great interview talking to coach matt fontaine about his playing career how he was a really good baseball player and played in college but really wanted to come over and coach basketball and always knew he wanted to coach basketball just a great interview overall and to hear about the pilgrim boys high school basketball program just excellent interview with coach matt fontaine i really hope you guys enjoy it but before we get into the interview two things before we get into it just a reminder you guys can watch all our interviews on youtube by searching the Roadie Runback please subscribe on YouTube for all our videos. And if you can't watch the interviews, feel free to stay tuned here. Um, and if and subscribe on on that platform that you listen to. Second thing I want to say a big thank you to all our listeners and all our guests that we've had on so far, and more to come and more great guests to come as we build this build this podcast out has been a hell of a venture, and great things have come we just hit a thousand listens on youtube overall for all the videos so i can't thank you guys enough for coming on on the show for the interviewers that have been on the show i can't thank you guys for enough for coming on the show and for the people that have been out there listening i can't thank you guys enough um it has meant the world to me and i promise i will continue to give you good content Uh, great things are going to be coming out pretty soon i promise you guys that that we'll have some bigger things bigger better things coming out just more than a podcast um soon to be like released in a notice um hopefully by the end of the month of november so i'm very excited about that news as well too so just a big appreciation to my the interviewers that i've had on Uh, the show and as well as just the fans and the listeners out there I've had on the show and the colleges and the coaches and the programs and everyone that has shared the show to help make the show grow to what it is today I really can't thank you guys enough so thank you um, from the bottom of my heart and thank you for making what this is today as well as it will continue to get better I promise but right now let's get into our interview with coach Matt Fontaine all right ready all right on today's episode i welcome on the head coach of program high school uh boys basketball that is coach matt fontaine coach how are you today i'm good good thanks for uh having me on uh i've uh, been following uh, the site for a little bit the podcast listening and excited to be on oh ah, thank you so much yeah i appreciate the kind words and you know making the time for us and the listeners to come on the show how are you doing during these COVID times Uh, It's been
1: busy um, working, uh, actually working in a nursing home. So that was a little bit of a struggle, one of the hot spots uh, for this whole um, uh, COVID time period, Um, making sure, being safe with that, coming home, being safe. And then on top of it, trying to keep up with the basketball stuff and staying in touch with the kids and making sure they understand what's going on. So it's been a struggle. It's been something different, but um, I feel like everyone's had to adapt in certain ways. So uh, what we've had to do and what I've had to do, so just kind of roll with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. It's it's a tough situation. We're all going through the same thing, and just rolling with the punches until hopefully this all clears up and everything like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, <we> get something. <laughs> but first, Matt, I want to take a step back. For really getting to your coach career, I was like, at what age did you start playing basketball and kind of realize that you were good at the sport? Uh,
1: so basketball.
0: And baseball for me was always
1: the two that I just always gravitated to. I played soccer, um, but basketball and baseball was always the two that brought me the most like enjoyment. The ones I would play all day with friends and whatnot. Um, and yeah, so in high school, oh, let's go back. Middle school, we had a we had a good group of kids playing together. We had a group of five kids that all made the middle school team for the first the first sixth grade group to ever make. Um, our middle school team, wow. and we uh, from there we went all the way through high school playing together, and we ended up losing in the state championship my senior year to Hendricken um, down at the Ryan Center. Um, but basketball was one of those things to me that just was always fun to play. I loved the whole X's and O's of it. Um, and then the coaching side of it, it was just one of those. In talking to coaches that I had, a few coaches used to say to me, "Like you'll you'll be a very good coach one day." And it's just something that stuck with me. Um, yeah. Always wish I'd played longer, but um, went on and continued to play baseball through college. Um, didn't even play basketball after high school, but it was more it was baseball after high school for me.
0: Oh wow! And like what first like couple questions? Like what was it like playing like that run to that Division One? state tournament championship against bishop um, bishop hendrick and you guys ended up playing right Correct. yeah what was that like running and playing against that bishop hendrick team that was had joe missoula and was jimmy Barron on that team as well
1: no no um uh, jimmy was a few years before that um it was joe missoula uh, david ruffle was a junior uh, we had lots of them the year before in the uh the semifinals, and okay. then we knew we had a solid team. Uh, We were one of the bigger teams in the state. Like I said, we've been playing together through youth leagues, middle school. Um, We had a great year. Um, uh, It's just one of those teams as a coach. Now you, you dream to have probably just the kids get along. Everyone understands where everyone's going to be. It just came down to, they, they had one extra opportunity and uh, we made a few mistakes down the end of the game. And, they hit the clutch shot and we didn't. And that was it. Um, lost the, the buzzer essentially to Joe.
0: Oh damn. That's tough. That's really tough. And what was that decision? And what did you play in baseball and how did you decide to go to play college baseball? So baseball again,
1: little league was like one of the better players, uh, took me a few years to adjust to the big field. Um, and then once I got to high school, Cranston West, uh, we had a solid team. Um, we ended up winning JV state championship as sophomores playing varsity, um, lost to Hendrickson <laughs> as juniors. Um, so there's a lot of, a lot of run-ins with Hendrickson for me. Yeah. Uh, but then <laughs> senior year, just like going into senior year, I could tell I wanted to continue playing baseball after school. Um, so I looked at a couple of schools that I, that had at the time, I was looking at sports management. Mm-hmm. So I found, um, Western New England and Eastern Connecticut were the two schools I narrowed down to. Um, and then learning about the programs, Eastern Connecticut had a solid baseball program, four-time national champion, coach had been there for like 40-plus years, uh, Bill Um, So ended up choosing Eastern Connecticut. Uh, went there, we made four straight NCAA tournaments, went to the World Series my freshman year, Wow. Um, Little East Champions a couple times. So just a great time. Uh pitched. Let's I didn't get to that. Yeah. Um, so hit hit and pitched in high school. Then when I got to Eastern, I decided to just focus on pitching. Um, but having Coach Halawadi, who's a a 40, 40 plus year vet, third over 13, 1,400 wins, something like that, ridiculous. Wow. Um, he taught me a lot. Um, good and bad some things he's the the typical old school coach that get in your face but
0: yeah
1: I I got it and it helped me get to where I am and um it's one of those coaching role models that you kind of just learn from and then when you decide hey yeah I want to I want to coach um you learn from situations like him and then some other coaches that I had growing up
0: that's really cool and now what was your fastball at? It was the hot, top speed that you ever thrown at.
1: <laughs> before, I, before I hurt my elbow, I uh, I was pitching in the NACBL All-Star game in uh, Torrington, Connecticut. Um, and that inning, I pitched one inning, and there was probably about 25 radar guns behind the plate. And uh, the coach I knew was sitting by in there. He's like, he told me after the game, he's like, did you know you touched 94? I was like, I didn't. But, wow. Holy um, crap. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was gassed up for that. Um, so 94 was the hardest I I've heard I threw. Um, but after that, after my junior year, my elbow kind of gave out a little. Had to rehab it. Should have got Tommy John, didn't. Um, but yeah, that's my baseball story right there. It took me a while to rehab it. I pitched the senior year, then had a couple tryouts. Um, just decided I didn't want to go chasing it anymore, and just kind of just said I was just gonna get
0: going with life essentially. Yeah, that's it's tough. It's a tough decision sometimes, but I think you know you made the right one. It led you into the right direction, right? Of getting into coaching yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah.
1: I came back, and at that time, like baseball was what brought me through college, but um, in the back of my head, basketball was always the one that I said I wanted to coach. Like it was just the X's and O's of back basketball. Um, baseball to me is more just like a, it's it's more managing. Yeah. Like personalities and making – but if a kid goes out there and is throwing 95 and is going to throw a two-hitter, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. <laughs> as a like that, that's that's my opinion. I'm not – like I love baseball. and yeah. Some of it was timing with work. Like I just wouldn't be able to get out and coach baseball in the right time. Yeah, but basketball was always the one I wanted to put my effort and energy to, Um, and that's where it led me to. And it really just – it started coaching uh, a youth basketball team in Cranston where I grew up my high school basketball coach heard I was back home, called me and said, did I want to volunteer and at Cranston West? And that's how I started at Cranston West for a few
0: years. That's awesome. And how did you like move on from Cranston West? You went to go be an assistant, uh, was it at Coventry or was, is that the second one or yeah? So
1: Cranston West, I was there for three years. Um, then the coach, uh, left. And at that time I had taken a couple of years to kind of get my career situated yeah I just finished physical therapy school so I wanted to get situated with that um and then from there I had just gotten married and I realized I wanted to get back into coaching so I switched I was still in physical therapy but I had switched my where I was working so I could have uh, better hours for coaching yeah um and at that time my the coach I was coaching with at Cranston West and was my high school basketball coach he had moved to Coventry and had gotten hired as the head coach there so i went there for a year oh wow Um, and i was planning on going back to coventry um and pilgrim just happened to uh open up i saw the job posting for it and it's literally right across the street from my house so it's like i was having i was in the hospital my daughter was being born uh she was i remember seeing it pop up and we're waiting i was like uh there's only so many jobs i would look for right now and it's literally right across the street from my house so Um, so went in for it and that's how I ended up at Pilgrim.
0: That's awesome. And how do you take your experiences from your, you know, your assistant coaching positions, working with your old high school coach, and just like, you know, learning from other coaches? How do you take those and like mold your own philosophy and kind of create your own culture?
1: I I feel like you gotta be a sponge. Like you gotta take as much in as you can. Um I've been to many clinics. Um, I've I've talked to coaches almost daily. I I scroll, I'm scrolling Twitter, um, just like trying to pick minds. I'll watch the NBA playoffs. I'll watch my college, college basketball fiend. Like I'll watch it all day. And um, but then you have to understand what you can take back to yourself and implement at your school. Um, And you have to have your style. Like I, like I like to think I have a style. Um, But then again, it has to fit the school. It has to fit the makeup of the players. Um, And you can't come in and just say, this is how it's going to be. No, no way, no way, shape or form. Like you just like you have to be able to adapt to situations um, as well. And that's what I learned from taking it from all the coaches that I've uh, had, that I have played for, played with, um, played against. Sometimes some of the best things is you see a coach do something against you guys. they are like, all right, I'm gonna steal that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, it's just it's being open to learning new things. That's and then learning how to teach it and adapt
0: it. That's yeah, that's very true. I think being you know being a teacher and adapting is the biggest thing. Yeah. I always think halftime uh, adjustments are always like a huge thing. I think always making those is a big thing. Or adjustments in game. You know, what kind of playing style did you, did you like the like that you brought over to Pilgrim, or you know that fits your mold of kids? So I,
1: I like to try and keep it as simple as possible because um, not every kid learns everything the same way. I, yeah. I've learned that. Um, being an assistant, you're able to sit back and see what some kids can take in and you're listening to them a little more. And I've noticed that jumping even jumping to the head coach sometimes you forget like just to slow things down keep it simple because you think they might be able to pick it up but they're really taking they need a little bit longer time and they're they're busy they have a full day of school um they might have something going on at home so you gotta remember like it's you gotta take it slow sometimes for them and it's a quick season you gotta remember we start right after thanksgiving and we're playing games within two weeks so (laughs) uh, yeah when, when i came in when I, when I came in we we had a, a good group of sophomores um and we had seven seniors it was it was we were trying to bring that all together and we, we struggled i thought by the end of the year my first year we, we were able to pick things up and we we're playing much better than obviously last year we got a, a couple of transfers to come back from hendrickson and um we we had a good run um we made playoffs but um we we had a, a tough week early in the season. Early in the season, that essentially booted us from the, the state playoff by. I think we missed the state playoff by like point eight points or something like that. Oh, that's really that's if you remember, we ended up. We had the one game uh, where the kid hit the full court shot um, yep. to send the game to overtime. So just like could have, should have, would have, but it's given us a little bit of fire to come back this year. Um, but uh, going back to initially, what you're saying it's keeping it simple i like to try and play as as fast as we can but at the same time fast and controlled. so
0: i think that's kind, the best. Of
1: ran, kind of ran on with that one yeah no you're <laughs>
0: totally fine <laughs> honestly any like i always tell people like any stories anything that you can share <laughs> i don't care go on it's all about this is all about you this is no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um you know and what's it like you know when you first come in you mentioned you had those 17 years and you had those that group group of sophomores what's it like that get those seniors to buy in and get those sophomores to buy in when your first, like, you know, your first season there, like, how is that like tough? Or is it like, how do you get those kids to buy in right away? Uh, I think it's, it's, it's always going to be tough. Um,
1: But my thing is, and what I strive to be as a coach is I tell them, I'm always going to be honest. I'm going to give you honesty. Um, You might not like it, but I'm going to be honest. And I'm going to tell you the truth because if I try to lie to you, then I'm going to have to remember what I lied to you about and, (laughs) And that's what I try and tell them, like, don't lie to me. Just, just tell me the truth and we'll, that, that it will help you move forward in life even after this. Um, so yeah, it, it was tough. Um, and not winning doesn't, doesn't help those situations. Every coach wants to win. Um, but you're just going to learn that you're, you're trying to build a program. Um, you're trying to uh, keep and keep the name going because Pilgrim has had some solid years. Um, you want to, just prove that you can uh, that you know what you're doing when you come in you want those kids to understand that so that first year it's really building the relationships um and just being truthful and honest with them i believe
0: yeah yeah it's true it's, a, it's really that's a good way a good model to come in with and good philosophy to come in and get those kids to buy in and be honest. I think be honest is the best way. Like you said, it's like, you know, if you lie then you're like, I got to remember what the hell I just lied to you about and what I just <laughs> said. And then the kids right. can call you out on that. And you're like, Oh, I don't, exactly. don't want to deal with that. That's, that's, that's great. And like, you know, though, this upcoming season with everything that's going on, like, do you guys, have you heard anything from the Rhode Island Inches Classic League or anything like that that's going on? Oh, uh, I
1: just, <clears throat> I try and talk as much with, uh, some of our other coaches, see what they're hearing. Um, I know Henry Coleman, he, he's always in contact with the interscholastic at league. He's our president of the boys, uh, basketball, uh, committee. So what we're hearing is I'm assuming we're going to have some kind of season at some point. Um, I don't know if it's going to be, uh, I don't think it's going to be a full season. Um, and it might be different schedules might be more regionalized so we play more teams around us yeah uh, but it's just that's what i'm hearing it's trying to keep that information send that information to the guys and staying focused and because i really haven't seen them i talked to them but i haven't seen them because we really weren't given clearance um really up until this past week where i can actually go and do some work with the kids yeah uh, but following the guidelines so it's now trying to develop a couple of things that are we can work on safely following the correct guidelines. Um, that's the the biggest thing right now. Um, you see with all the football stuff, uh, some of the cases going around right now. So you don't want to be the program that that has those cases going around
0: first. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to be the reason why either the league gets shut down or right. You guys get postponed.
1: Do it smart, and I, and that's the thing. Like I worked in it at, at when when you're smart with it, and you know how to handle it, and you try and. Teach, show that to the kids um, I think we'll be okay um, but it's just trying to develop the best situation for everybody
0: yeah that's that's really true that's a good point well, I hope you guys do have a season I hope things work out for um, you guys you also are a coach at the Rhode Island Magic as well too correct yeah I did Um, I did two seasons with the Magic and I still talk with all those
1: coaches I still put it, it, it give them input um, very close with a lot of those coaches so it's uh, a very good program uh, Dave Tedeschi is one of the people I, if I'm even a pill, like if I have a question or if I get to throw an idea by somebody, I'll throw it by Dave because him not being affiliated with any school right now, technically, his son was at Smithfield, but uh, yeah. Um, Dave's someone that I can, I can throw a lot of things to. Um, and he'll give me honest feedback and, I, and feedback that I trust. So that's stuff you need as a coach. Cause like I said earlier, like you need to, you need to be able to be okay with the fact that you're not going to know everything and sometimes having another set of eyes can can help you
0: yeah oh yeah big time I've been I've been in a coach a past it's always nice to have that second pair of eyes of someone else coming into the practice and see like mm-hmm. you know maybe you should try this or do this or you know put your four out here instead of there yeah it's always it's always nice to have an extra pair of eyes <laughs> yeah. I think that I think one of the biggest things about being a basketball coach and working in basketball I think it's great that and something that I learned from, like, a, my mentor down in Dallas as well, too, as a skill coach, is he always said it's – I like working with other people because other people see other things that I don't see or, like, they're better at some things that I'm not better at. But we all learn from each other.
1: <laughs> no, it's great. It, yeah. You nailed it. Um, we have uh, three coach, three total coaches on our staff at Pilgrim. And I feel like all uh, – Jeremy Wilner, young kid, and he's our JV coach and he's involved with uh, AAU, with the uh, – basketball club of Rhode Island now wow. um and Matt Manzi he, he's uh he did a ton of stuff with CLCF youth uh programs uh so between those two plus me we we can sit all day and get on a, a text thread and just start throwing ideas off each other and we all see things differently but in good ways so it's a good group to be coaching with too and that that's just as important as well
0: yeah it's awesome it's that's really great that's great they have great assistance and would help you out and uh good 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 crew i'm excited for you guys season to come up definitely gonna have to get you back on once the season uh gets going and stuff like that and then like you know we'll uh, do a nice outlook on the season
1: oh i look forward to it and i'm hoping we have that option of having the season and uh, uh yeah i know uh We'll all be uh, rearing for it to to go.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely, definitely. I got one more question for you, Matt. And it's just a little outside of basketball. What do you like to do outside of coaching? Which one of your favorite things to do around Rhode Island, or uh, you know, what do you enjoy? (laughs) I
1: love I love traveling. Yeah. Um, So we have my daughter just turned two a few weeks ago, um, and then we have another baby on the way coming oh, in uh, end of march yeah. so we're hoping the season goes regularly scheduled <laughs> ends at the regular time yeah um, but I lo- we love traveling um my wife and i and we just love having things to plan for we've we've cruised in the past we actually had a cruise canceled because of covid so that was that was fun yeah. right after the season yeah. um yeah traveling's always fun um with family things to look forward to and then uh outside of that uh meet a lot of people i've played a uh, adult slow pitch softball that's uh, something i like doing playing uh it gets keeps me that competitive spirit going um uh, don't get to play as much as before because just life and things like that but yeah. um yeah and then just following sports pc basketball season ticket holder love the patriots red Sox. uh just everything just staying active
0: nice that's awesome that's good that's really good i like all those I. Right. Yeah, PC. I know. No PC URI game this year, huh? That's It sucks. <laughs> it's
1: amazing. It's amazing they can't get the two schools
0: from the same state to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You figured that'd be like the first game of the season. You, I... you think that would be the automatic scheduled game. Yeah, 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 exactly. It, it's, it's, it's interesting uh, how that didn't happen. It's, it sucks because, you know, I love that PC, URI, those games are so much fun and the atmosphere. I,
1: I love messing with other coaches, other, other people I know, that like URI versus
0: PC, this, that. It's all fun. No. Yeah, I'm trying to stay neutral because I'm trying to work on both <laughs> cool coaches. So to come on right right. It's tough though. It's yeah. tough sometimes. Yeah, it is, you know, but this, is, this has been great, Matt. I really think. Can't thank you enough for your time coming on the show. I can't wait to have you back on once the season gets going. And, uh, you know, definitely have to do the season outlook, maybe do a coaches' roundtable, have to put you on with some coaches that we've. We've had on in the past that I can. Uh, yeah,
1: we, we talk daily, so I'm sure we will. It'll be a good time if you get us all on together. <laughs> I,
0: I know, I know. I had some good laughs with uh, Coach Phil Setti and Coach Coleman talking with them. So I can only Two imagine. Good guys. You, yeah, <laughs> put all three of you guys together. I can imagine what it's going to be like. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But Matt, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on the show. This has been great, and you know, it's a great get to know you for the fans out there. And looking forward to the season and everything
1: coming up. I appreciate it. Thank you so much and good luck with
0: everything. And uh, you're doing a great job. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That means a lot to me. (laughs) No problem. All right. Take it easy. Have a good one. All right. All right. That was my interview with coach Matt Fontaine, high school boys basketball coach for Pilgrim high school. Great interview with coach Matt Fontaine. Really enjoyed it. My next interview that's coming up next week is going to be a good one. He also is a part of the Pilgrim Boys High School Basketball pro- Program? Tyreek Weeks, great interview with Tyreek, just talking basketball with him. Just a lot of fun, a uh, big get-to-know-you for all the uh, people out there who watch him and seen him play. Just a, overall, a great kid. You'll definitely see it in an interview. We have the GOAT Talk, but we're going to have to set aside that for another episode, just him and I, where we do a GOAT Talk back and forth. But just a lot of fun talking with Tyreek I really guys hope you enjoy that episode and this past episode I will see you guys on Monday have a